All right, welcome everyone from all my YouTube people and all my audience, all my viewers and the podcast people. We love you. So today we're going to talk about something very special and this is the first uh, Saturday service on the 2022 and this is going to be an awesome. Uh, as you saw the title, before I start speaking about the real spiritual warfare, let me start with the rematch. And that is the title today, the rematch. The light was dark spiritual warfare 24-7. So I want to read, um, before I jump into my reading my book um, about the ebook that I wrote, I, I was having a, a good revelation, uh, very wonderful about the, about how to, how to fight. We don't want to fight for the victory, but we have to fight from the victory. So the Lord, so, Lord told me something and I prepared that. I don't want to read that from here. Then I want to jump into the ebook. So now listen to me. When did the warfare started? The warfare into spiritual warfare. It all started on the day of Moses when God delivered the people of Israel from Egypt. Everyone knows the story. But I'm going to show you something special. So Israel left Egypt and now Egypt to become the past, their past. And promised land become their future. Pharaoh Pharaoh never changed, uh, Pharaoh never chased Israel. And the Bible says, God drew them out of Egypt. People of, people of Israel was like, yeah, hallelujah, thank you, God. They was like, the war is finished. Then God said, wait a minute, our work is not done. In Exodus chapter 14, 10 verse to 31 says this thing. And when Pharaoh drew in near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes, lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptian merchant after them. So they were very afraid, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, "Because uh, there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to the die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us out of Egypt?" So there, the people of Israel uh, on that time when they when they saw that Pharaoh, and they are coming with the full of chariot, there was like total mad at Moses. And Moses said to people, do not be afraid. Stand still, stand, stand still and see salvation of the Lord, which he was accomplished for you today. Now see, God pulled out Pharaoh, and Pharaoh came with the full of chariot, and they're thinking like they are chasing. No way. God drew them out now listen why god drew them out because god knew as long as israel live in the past their past their salary their slave master those who trouble them when they think about all that kind of dark thick shadows they'll be like oh my god that problem i cannot imagine i'm not i'm not able to sleep the enemy is taking me to my past how can i move forward here's a problem so they can never go forward so do you want to know what god did god did is whatever past thing troubled you i'm going to pull it out and draw it over there when you think your past is still alive you will not go forward god is letting you know that he pulled your past the day you received christ he buried the past and the past never rise again. 
Now, the Egyptian, you can, you, ha you, you have seen that uh, you will never, you will not see that again in your life. In Isaiah chapter 40, uh, 43, 16 verse 17, Thus said the Lord, who makes a way in the sea and the path through the mighty waters, who bring forth chariot and horse, the army and the power, they shall lie down together, they shall not rise. See, they shall not rise again. They excusingly, they are changed like a wick. Now see, as I share the day, you as you as you and I receive Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, we are free from sin, but not from flesh. So, see, most of the Christian people have this problem. They start the journey, but not finishing up. They're not finishing the finish line. When Moses left Egypt, no one said to Moses, Moses, you, Moses, you're going to end with the massive people in the sea. At that time, there was no one. And if Moses was having a Google map, he'll be knowing, yeah, this is it. There is a sea. I cannot go to this path. I need to go this path. He'll be knowing and he can check. Okay, there is no way. But there was nothing at that time. Sometimes it is good. Just imagine if Moses was um, having an assistant like GPS that we're having today to show the way, how we all are going to see that amazing miracle. Now, when Moses was standing before the sea, some may think like, oh God, I was not knowing this. If anyone crosses this way before, I won't bring this massive people this, to this in this day, wasting time. Wasting hard work, a lot of hard work. But when Moses left the Egypt with the people of Israel, God is watching from the top. He know where how to how to make the way, how to bring the promised land. And God didn't stop him. God didn't block him because the people who went before Moses, God is letting us know that the thing that they suffered, the thing that they faced are nothing. You have to face this Moses. And Moses went forward not by expecting a promised land, but by seeing the promised land. Over here, God is not teaching us uh, and not only uh, to, to, to solve a simple small problem, but God is teaching us over here to solve a big problem in our life, the big trouble like the people of Israel was having. Let me say this. If you're thinking in this way, I done a mistake by taking a wrong decision for this uh, uh, journey on 2021. I started, but I cannot finish this anymore. So I'm going to finish. Uh, I'm going to quit this in 2022 in this year. I'm going to quit everything. This is for you. Then this is for you. Don't stop. Keep moving forward. Your time had not been wasted. The works that you have done is not wasted. The thing that you have showed is not wasted. The people who went before you and they saw the failure, then you are going to change that history into as a victory. When everyone was seeing the war and death, God opened the gate of heaven and John and Apostles saw it. We, we have seen and read about the young David who fought the good fight. David did not know Goliath is going to come. You see, when Goliath came, everyone ran away. But David moved forward. 
because David know, David saw the open door. David didn't run. David, David doesn't see in the Goliath, but David saw the open door. David saw the Red Sea. David saw an opportunity. Now David said, what will be given to the man who wins the Goliath? David saw the open door in the form of giant. My question is, when you see a challenge, do you see it as a challenge or do you see it as the Red Sea or the open door? Now when, now, when David moved forward by taking the challenge, what will be happening if David is saying, well, uh, I'm not ready because I'm not prepared. Battle belongs to the Lord was never scripture. Jesus has Jesus has done everything. We don't want to do anything. This is the number one life of the enemy. You and I is free from free from sin, but not from flesh. It's like you know you being lazy. That's all. You you need deliverance. Be pre be prepared for a war, for the rematch. Preparation is a, such an important thing, and David was prepared. And what he said, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with a sword and spear and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the Aram of the Israel, whom you have defiled this day. The Lord will hand over to me and I strike you down and cut off your head. So what a wonderful war in the Old Testament that God gave us to, 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 to understand the warfare. Now, let's read the New Testament. It, it's turned into as a spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare is a battle going on in the spiritual world to wake believers. It is a fight for your soul and intent to drive you further away from the Lord and his purpose of your life. But warfare is not an event or a life podcast in time. It is a way of your life for the time born. Again, born again believers. It is ongoing war. All true believers, which is the people always think that uh, spiritual warfare and deliverance is for everyone. So many people that are coming to my deliverance service saying like, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in this trap, but I'm not saved. I, I'm having, I'm having you know, this problem. Maybe that will be an adjustable problem. Or that will be the issue we're going to have a generation curse and everything. We cannot do anything until they receive Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. They need the Holy Spirit. So deliverance and spiritual warfare is not for everyone, but for the born again believers. It is, a, it is an ongoing war. All true believers wage day in and out. The Christian enemy, the Bible says, the Bible calls him the wicked one. Devil, a murderer, a liar, a father of life, an advisor, um, a, a stealer who steals everything, who seeks to, so he, he, who, the, the old serpent, accuser of our brethren. Matthew chapter 13, verse 19 said, When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatch away what was so into his heart. This is he who received the seed. By the wayside. Luke chapter 4, or verse 33. Now it's in a synagogue. There was a man who had a spirit of unclean demon, uh, unclean spirit, and he cried out with a loud voice. Again, we can see the, um, 
uh, in the in the book of John, chapter eight, verse forty-four, that uh, you are you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resource, for he is a liar and the father of it. And again, the wonderful thing in in First Peter five verse eight: Be sober, be vigilant, because you your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking who may devour. We see the Revelation chapter twelve, nine verse ten says: So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceived the world. World he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him see in the adam and eve in the garden there was a snake in the book of genesis that's the first chapter the first book of our holy bible serpent on that time the serpent have legs and after all the war and everything you come to the book of revelation the serpent become dragon and it cast out. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now the salvation and the strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come from the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God, day and night has been cast down. The moment you made your decision for Christ, born again Christian, Satan suffered it. Yes. I have no words to say in that word. I don't know what Word to use. Satan will be in pieces, but defeated. He is angry now because you are in light. And the darkness cannot kick the light, but the light can kick out the dark. The devil will try to discourage you, to devote you. He will seek to uh, uh, dissolute you, your testimony. He will bring in, uh, in his servants the false teacher and far greater to mislead you. This is very important for today. Because there are so many false prophets in the world. I'm not happy with all, all people uh, or everyone's teaching and everything because it's messing up my making confusion, making, you know, making, putting a lot of confusion. I will come to, I will come to the confusion. Let me end this thing. All doubts and temptation come from the devil. And remember that Satan can only tempt. He can never compel you to yield this temptation. He can only give, you know, just showing in a picture of the temptation, but he can never put that picture in your heart. He is a manipulator. He said he have a PhD to capture your mind. He know how to capture your mind. He know how to uh, take that image and re you replace. He's a translation maker. In the, in the unseen realm, uh, I always, always say uh, to the people, you pray, you're pregnant, pray. You are, you are going in warfare in the night on the 3 a.m. Pray. Target the second heaven. Target the, target the unseen realm because there's a translation that the devil is making on that time. The translation that is the meaning of the translation that is the devil will steal whatever God or whatever or whatever you know you are having in the body of the temple. The devil need to make the stone into as a sand. I will come to that point. Ephesians 6.12 Paul said, We are wrestled not against flesh and blood, but against the principality, against the power, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual wicked in the high place. 
Ephesians 6, 11 say, put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand in the firm day. So, this is not the time to sleep. This is not the time to sleep. Second Corinthians 10, uh, 3, verse 5 says, For though we flesh, though for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. You know, we are not against the flesh. We are not against the flesh. Psalm 91, 1 verse 16, He that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And again, we see uh, James 4, 7, Submit yourself, therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will free from you. How many times God, you know, I'm just popping up all the scriptures because I want you to know that there is a weapon. Ephesians 6, 13, Wherefore take takes unto your whole armor of God that ye may able to withstand in the evil day having done with all stand. It is the devil's goal to keep you in all or keep you from being fruit in your life. The enemies aim to twist your fruit into as a stone. Remember there's a gift with your name on it, but you have to cross the Red Sea to get to it. When you, when you leave your bondage behind, God opens a life of blessings to you. That's what it means to live in the promised land, to say goodbye to slavery, slavery and enjoy the freedom and destiny meant, meant for you, that made for you. The most important part of taking hold of your promised land is your faith. You know, faith is a shield. When God said to Abraham, Abraham, take up your armor, take up your shield. Where is your shield? Abraham, your faith is your shield. I mean, trust. You have to cross over the Red Sea before you can live in the promised land of God's promise, God's blessing. You have to cross the Red Sea with the warfare. Do not, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, do not conform, conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's willing. God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect will. This world tells us that uh, this world tells us that uh, God wants to transform us by renewing, re renewing our mind because we are made to think with the mind of Christ. Sometimes we can feel uh, that the enemy is stealing our mind. So don't allow the devil to uh, give an opportunity to manipulate your mind where God have already put a creative idea, the truly gift in your mind. Jesus may not be with us physically, but he has never left us to our own device. He has empowered us with the tools meant to the strength us, to guide us, especially as we face the spiritual battles. Act 1.8, we have seen that before Jesus returned to heaven, he left at his church the greatest gift that he could possibly have left the Holy Spirit in giving the church gift. He promised and you shall receive the power. In other words, Jesus was saying, I give you the same power that was manifested in life on the earth. The same power that was manifested in my ministry. You have seen the miracle. You have seen the demonstration of the supernatural power. Now I'm going to give you, but I'm not, I'm, 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 go, I'm going to, I'm going away, but I'm not, Leaving you powerless as a gift, I'm going to give you my own church. 
the same power that was mine. When I walk on this earth in view of the promise made our Lord. So, so as we fight the battle, we must go deeper with the Holy Spirit. We must. Finally, remember you were made to live and grow in the Lord's presence. When you take time, classify it delay, you will spend for good, the good fight. Now let me tell uh, a little bit about the, uh, let's, let's read and then I will tell about the title. Let's read Sam, uh, not Sam, sorry, um, book of Matthew chapter 7, 20 verse 4, 5. It said, therefore, whoever hears these saying of mine and does know them, I would like him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Verse 25 say, and the rain descended and the floods came and the wind blew and beat on that house and it did not fall. For it was founded on the rock. The Lord is your rock. That's the title. Now, now let me give you a clarification about house. Jesus said to Jewish people in the temple in John 2, 19, uh, verse 19 says, Jesus answered and said to them, destroy this temple and in the three days I will raise it up. They were like, no way. It took years to build up. But Jesus said, you, you, you just go ahead and destroy it. And I will, I, will, I will make it. I will remake it. In 1 Corinthians 15, 15 uh, 3 verse 7, for I deliver to you first of all, that which I also received that Christ died for our sin according to the scriptures, all right, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, which means Jesus was talking his temple, the temple, the body, the temple of God. In 1 Corinthians 6, 19, do you not know that your body are the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God. You are not your own. Now you understand what Jesus was saying about the house on the rock. All right, let me give you one more key to understand. Genesis chapter 4, when Cain, Cain and Abel was having a trouble, the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not well, sin lies at the door. In another word, sin will knock at the door. So God, the Father, letting us know that our heart is the door. And this is what I what, what I saw, what I say all the time. Uh, are you inviting the darkness or who said I am the light? John 46 and the light. In book of Revelation 3 verse 20, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. And will sup with him and he with me. As same, uh, as same we can see in John 15, 5, I am the I am the wine and you are the branches. If you, if you he who abides in me uh, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So now let's continue to read the next book of uh, a book of Matthew. It says uh, in verse 26, but everyone who hears these things of mine and does not do them, will be like foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the flood came, and the wind blew and beat on the house, and it fell, and it was all destroyed, completely broken and broken and broken. This is what I say. The devil needs to destroy the rock. The devil needs to destroy the rock. He cannot destroy by easily. He needs to use 
his child, God's child, to destroy. Again, you cannot destroy the rock, but you can throw that. You know, but we we have to build. You build the house with the rock, and when light comes, the darkness and must go. Even the enemy know who was Jesus before the nation was knowing. We can see that in Matthew chapter 8, and suddenly they cry out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, your Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Don't let the battle shake you from your firm foundation in Christ. Remember, the Lord is your rock. The Hebrew word of the rock used here is the trush. It's T-S-U-R. It highlights God's stability and the protection that he supplies. Whenever we are in battle, God's, God got you solidly covered. He won't, uh, he won't hesitate nor waken from the day to day. The Lord is loving, kind, and loyal. He will provide a fortress for us in the storm of life. Amen. He is our high tower, our deliverer, our shield, our refuge. God promised to serve our enemies. The battle cannot be fought and won by flesh and blood alone. In Ephesians 6, 10 and 18, the Apostle Paul outlined and 16 set up an armor of our spiritual defense against the enemy of our soul. The army of God may be invisible, but it is just a real as a military equipment. When we use it as a properly and very daily, it provides solid protection against the enemy outstand. Let God train your heart for war and you're sub supernaturally occupied with the, uh, only five power needed and against Saturn attack. And remember, God is your protection and shield. Bless him and praise him. You don't have to fight the battle alone. You're not alone. Uh, Psalm uh, 144, verse 13. Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which is teacher than my hands to war, and to finger to the fight of goodness and purchase my high tower and my deliverer, and my shield, and he in, he, he in whom I trust to support my people under me. Lord, what is man that thou takes knowledge of him? The battle for your soul. There is a war going on for your soul of uh, so many uh, many people that the evil one or Satan want us all spend eternity in hell and he wants our life on this earth to be in living hell God on the other hand wants us all to live in the full rewarding life to be with him in heaven for in everlasting after we live leave this earth this is a lifelong prolonged war that we are in with the devil, not to short-term battle like those who fought between of uh, opposing forces of two armies that lasted a period of hover hover or several days. Be accused, the Satan is roaming around the throughout of entire lifetime, looking to us down. Scriptures tell us that our enemy, the devil, prowl around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to do it. First Peter five eight. We are also told that. It deceives the, and leads the world, world in astray. In the book of Revelation says, uh, chapter 12, verse 9. So let me uh, come into the point that I was, as I mentioned, in the con about the confusion. Confusion. Confusion comes of the devil because there is no truth in him. He's a liar and a thief. And Lucifer will always try to confuse, confound and mislead us. 
we can overcome confusion through the word and through the blood of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here are some scriptures that clear, uh, clearly define and contradict that work of our father, wise the fallen angel Lucifer. Not God opposite, but fallen angel who was created of the devil. Jesus here speaking to the Pharisees who internally in, uh, enough were trying to cause confusion. John 8, 24. They are of your father the devil, and on the lust of your father, yeah, will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and about to the truth, because there is no truth in him. Example, only lies and confusion. Because there is no truth in him. Example, only lies and confusion. When he speaks the lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and father of it. Who, however, he want uh, we want that uh, we want that Jesus came to destroy all the work of the devil, even the confusion and the obstruction of the truth. First John 3 verse 8, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the work of the devil. God is a God of order. He created the universe and the very laws of science that holds everything in place. He gave us his word and he gave peace. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 13. 33 says, For God is not an author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of sin. Here the term of the peace can also be translated to mean a quiet and peaceful mind, not troubled by confusion or doubt. We must not allow ourselves to concentrate on the confusion or the lies. But look instead to the author of the finisher of our faith. Jesus spent little time being distracted by the work of the devil. In fact, he would not allow the demonic to even speak what command to hold their peace or to not to speak for a thing that will not confuse. Luke chapter 14 verse 35 and Jesus rebuked him saying, hold their praise, hold their peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the middle, he came uh, out of him and hurt him not. Therefore, when confusion come in, we must take authority over the confusion by pleading the blood of Jesus Christ and by standing on what God promised us as a believers and children. Next, this is very important. Christian backbone. Uh, in my language, I will say guts or a boldness. Again, are you, uh, uh, do you have a backbone to stand up? Every Christian need a backbone. The need of the day is backbone, but not just any backbone. Be broad, be strong and courageous. Choose this day whom you will serve. The choice before us in between Christ and uh, base. The line is drawn. You are you are soon to find yourself to side upward, crowdly of backbone from above. The backbone from the below will not do. In the end, it is far too flimsy. It is a, a permanent. That Christian gets a grip on what is happening. We are not saved to be silent. Proverbs 18.13 says, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the fraud mouth to do I hate. Our mission is to take as many people to heaven as we can make it your mission to be salt and light this week. We are all going to opportunities to stand for Jesus. We will be courage for or silent. What do you think? It will like offend someone. It, it, will, it won't hurt the failing. 
hurt their feeling it will make you seem defense close minded or even uh you know making i cannot do it but it never it never table move you must witness because you love the unsaved if you don't you should the most loving thing you can do is suppress in the gospel in hopes of bringing other to salvation we were not saved to be silent the shut up so we can say in peace uh, culture demand that we keep in our faith private everything private that we don't show our faith round the heart throats we uh, we were not saved to be silent we sh- we we shall be we shall we obey the shut up so we can sing in peace culture of jesus christ do you loving thing tell telling tell, telling the truth do you love to sing in peace or do you love to speak the truth jesus spoke to paul by a vision paul do not keep silent for i am with you speak our most powerful weapon a fraction of a second is uh, all it take for all your life to turn upside down we shouldn't wait to become an army against uh, uh, the enemy it's proven that we learn god's word get it down deep inside us and use it as a our, our weapon against the enemy as a child of god one who has accepted as accepted jesus christ as your lord and savior you have a powerful the most powerful weapon at you in you the word of god when jesus was tempted in the wilderness would he did not use a philosophy or human reasoning but he but said it is written god's word is over and above all knowledge theories and reasoning god's word has the final say his word has all power and authority and when we believe uh his word uh, with all of our heart about uh, our circumstances about what it look like sounds like is like his word will change the re- rechange of our circumstances will work when we believe is a supernatural and can move the mountain that start in our the way amen let's put his word into practice today and watch and see those who difficulties those who thought situation wow before his word philosophical uh warfare casting down imagination and every high thing that excels itself against the knowledge of god and being into captivity every thought to the obedience of christ second corinthians 10:5 and beware lest any man spoil you through the philosophy and vain vision after the tradition of man after the uh, rudiment of the world and not after christ colossians 2 verse 8 romans ch- uh, chapter 12 verse 2 and be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed and by renewing your mind that you may prove what is that good acceptable and perfect will of god finally before i uh, before i jump into uh, another another key to overcome and to fight move forward let me tell you one this thing god is not a magic genie sometimes we ask for thing out of greed selfish desire pride or other other simple motive we want something more for ourselves in order to please ourselves so we add it our list of our prayer requests james the brother of jesus said be best you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly 
to spend it on your passion. James 4.3 When we ask God for something, it should not be motivated by ego, pride, or grief. Instead, we should have the right motive in our prayer that can be heard to do sometimes. So James tells us how to ensure our motives are in fact holy. Some, submit yourself, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, your sin, and purify the heart and double mind. James 4, 7, verse 8. By nature, we are selfish and creatures. As we submit to God and draw near to him, he will transform our nature and decide to be more aligned with his. This will help us not be selfish in our prayer. I was taught as a child, and to end each prayer with the prayers in Jesus' name. And I understood, I do this day. It's not uncommon to hear people proclaiming the name in, in Jesus' name and when recalls in May during group prayer. The idea of saying this Pharisee is streams like passage on that, such as a John 14, uh, uh, verse 13 to 14, says, whatever you ask in my name, this, this I will do, that Father that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, we'll do it. God is not our God is not 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 our genie or a magician. We are not witches. So I was not knowing how to pray, uh, and I, I I don't know because I was this is I was the person who destroyed the people because that was I am. I was the worshiper. When I come into the light, I have never read the Bible. I don't know. I have no idea how to pray, but I can. I can. I I know that the, how the, these people are doing all the stuff when they pray. You know, all I know in Jesus' name. So I know there is a power in the name of Jesus' name. When I was baptized in 2017, the baptized pastor said me all the stuff before I'm baptized. You have to do this. You have to pray in Jesus' name. And I was like, all right, all right. But I won't. I just I didn't take anything in my mind. I just leave it. But when I was having a trouble, when the enemy showed up in my room with with his own image, I was troubled. I didn't say, I didn't pray in tongues or I didn't use anything, but I just say in Jesus' name and it's gone. He is our creator. He is our creator, Lord, master, father, judge and ruler, giver. He does, he does not submit to us. We submit to him. The Bible teaches us to pray and ask things of God. It does not, however, give us the right to treat God like a heavenly genie who is here to do our abiding and greater wishes. When we selfishly ask for things in prayer, God is not obligated to grant them. Speaking in the name of Jesus doesn't uh, ensure that what we want will come true and we have no right to declare the thing and expect God to act accordingly in our way. No. Every, everything must go through God's plan. We ask and God know what you are going to ask before you think. If we are honest with ourselves, each one of us, at some point or any many points are guilty of treating God like a personal genie. When we do, we should repent and surrender fully to God's person, will and uh, purpose. And the reason I'm telling every time, it's nothing about me, but it's everything about him only because I'm nothing. All I'm doing is making Jesus in real. I see people see like a God. In my, in, you know, when I, whenever I go to the, uh, uh, to the people who are coming to me and praying and everything, and, you know, they come for the next time, 
you know and again coming into the next time again coming to the next time with the same problem and same problem and same problem i was like am i being as a god i'm not a magic genie i'm not a idol you know people coming and i get all right we have to take another bird and we have to pray for them when we do something like that when we stand for that deep deep these people are forgetting about god and they're saying all right stary is a powerful man stary is a Uh, you know he he is high on spiritually we can go to him god will speak through him he then never go to god and listen to god they never give total surrender to the people and even the pastors and all the people are afraid to share all this kind of stuff because they are losing their business they they don't even want to go to god they just want to you know they they need more people they need they are leading people to church not to christ Today, as we Christian, we have a great weapon to defeat the enemy. We have the tongue. We have the authority to pray, speak louder, and meditate in God's word. All we want to do must wake up, and we want to know that we have the truly gift in our life. The Christ is in us. So let's fight the good fight, and let's kick the devil out. Let's humbly confess that we have been lazy, occupied, crazy. careless and paralyzed prayerless and let us wow in the presence of god that by his grace we will become men and women of prayer we have to we have to pray daily in every season you can you have to choose one chapter in the old testament or the new testament we have to know we have to study we have to eat it as john and apostle eat the book from the angel the book of revelation You see, one thing that I want to say before I uh, jump into prayer, you have to release the water, not like a lake, but like a river. You have to release the word of the Lord. I said, there's a power in the name of Jesus' name. There's a power in the word of the Lord. Amen. There's a power in the word of the Lord. when we when we release the scriptures i was like it was like you know just symbol just symbol i will give you as a symbol key so i'm going to talk to you heart to heart and when i talk to you heart to heart and my mind is not being silent my mind is not being blank right now i'm i'm thinking like you know reading the scriptures releasing it psalm 91 he who dwells in secret place of the most high shall abide not my mouth but by heart we the listening to the heart will be a big trouble but listening to the spirit it can be a big way and an opportunity to find the light and fight and move forward when we do that when we release when we release our heart like a free the enemy is being defeated the enemy cannot touch you because the god will stand for you god will say shut up shut up because that my child is busy with me talking to me when you meditate on the lord and when the enemy come when you open a door for the enemy not you know someone asked me uh, on the last week about when i was sharing about a little bit about my, my experience in the uh, temple of set as a satanist people was like you know story the egyptian and all the kind of stuff there is nothing in today i was like no i was connected to the, the temple of set and i know deeper 
all the thing that we are bringing in our home as a Egyptian statue, all right, that or a pharaoh's uh, statue, all right, that uh, the uh, you know the the principalities of Ceres or so more or the, so the the god of set can be in there, and that can be destroyed. These are the destroyer of the people. These are the destroyer and very very wicked gods and un evil evil things. So this can this can be a bring away, but when we stand, all this generation curse, we can destroy in Jesus' name. When you know people also ask, you know, how you got complete deliverance story. I was like, you know, for me it wasn't a very uh, even very task for me because there was no one with me to help me and everything. But when first thing that I done is you know when I visit my room, I feel like I'm in it. I'm living. I'm. You know how you feel like you know going to the cemetery in the three a.m. That's what I feel when I come into my room because all the stuff in my room. I threw that when I throw that stuff. I show the light. I saw the light in my room. Then the enemy showed up again and say that I am gonna. I'm not gonna be. Uh, you know, I'm not going to leave you. I thought everything is gone. So when this all this uh, you know objects and books and everything gone, it gone. No, the enemy came and said, "I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take you in hell again and again." I stand and I use the weapon in the name of Jesus. And then I was having a deliverance and everything. Then, then, uh, then I I joined the unity and the people encouraged me. The people done also deliverance for uh, for me and it was cast out all the black magic and everything came out. You know, then I fasted. Let me share a little bit about fasting and let me jump into the prayer. And does fasting impact spiritual warfare? It is a sometime, somewhat of mystery to me, but fasting has an impact on the spiritual realm. Once. When the disciples could not cast out the demon, Jesus said, "This kind can come out by nothing but by prayer and fasting." Mark chapter nine verse twenty-nine. Apparently, sometimes fasting is necessary part of deliverance from demons. When spiritual breakthrough is not coming, adding and fasting to prayer is one way to seek God for great direction, wisdom, and power to win the battle. A lifestyle of prayer and fasting bring us into place. To of intimacy with the Lord, with a which then empower us to see the great power of for His kingdom. Remember that when Jesus was about to start His public ministry, He was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness for the forty days, and this time He faced and overcome the distraction acquired all from Satan, thus preparing Him to step into next next phase of His life and ministry. Isaiah chapter four, Isaiah chapter fifty-eight, verse six says, "In this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the bonds of the wickedness, to un undo the heaven burden, to let the oppressed to go free, and that you break every yoke." This passage applies to physically oppression and injection. In just remember, there is a, a spiritual principle as well. Fasting is a weapon to help loose the devil. Bonds from people's life, lift off heavy burden, and break the power of demonic oppression. As we take on the discipline of fasting, let's expect to receive greater anointing to the break the enemy's power and set captive free. The foundation of fasting and prayer is repentance. Unconfidence, sin will hinder your prayer. Here are several things that uh, you can do to the, prepare your heart. As God to help you make an accompanying list of your sin, confess every sin that you 
uh, that the Holy Spirit reminds you of accept, and accept God's forgiveness. First John 1 verse 9. Seek forgiveness from any, anyone who you have offended and forgive anyone who have hurt you. Mark 11 verse 24, 25, Luke chapter 11 verse 4. Um, make an image with the people as the Holy Spirit leads you. Ask God to fill you with this Holy Spirit according to his command in Ephesians 5, 18 and his promise in 1 John 5, uh, 14, verse 15. Surrender your life fully to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Master and refuse to obey your word. worldly nature. Romans 2, chapter 12, 1, verse 2. Meditate on attributes of God, his love, only power and wisdom, faithfulness, grace, compassion, and other qualities. Psalm 48, 9 verse 10, and once, uh, 103, 1 verse 8, and 11 verse 13. Begin your time of fasting your and prayer with an expert heart. Hebrews 11, 6. Do not underestimate spiritual oppression, opposition. Satan sometimes infants in the nature battle between body and spirit. You're going to die, you're going to be like this, you know, that, 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 etc. Uh, Galatians 5, 16 to 17. Prepare yourself physically. I'm going to give you some keep uh, before you do the fasting. Fasting requires reasonable uh, persecution. Consult your physical, physical first, especially if you take a uh, prescription meditation or have a, you know, any medicines or something. Some people shouldn't have a fast without professionals uh, cry or anything. They just go, I can do it, you know, but that will make it a big trouble. Uh, physical preparation makes the uh, drastic change in eating, reply, eating is All right, just like you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to wait and everything. Do not rush into fasting. Do not rush into fast. Prepare your body. Eat more of meals kind of stuff. So, you know, John, a lot of people, the reason I'm telling this now, because there is a lot of people that are jumping into fast by without knowing the real fast. They're just jumping into, you know, all right, if I'm going to fast, everything is going to be all right. If I'm going to step into fast, if I'm going to, you know, that is not going to be fast. That will be, you know, you know, you're just losing your weight. That's all. If you're not doing, if you're not repenting, if you're not giving a total surrender to the Lord. And when you physically prepare, when I was doing a 40-day fast, I was having a big trouble. But for one week, before one week, I stopped all the food. I stopped all the food, kind of all the junk food, all the, um, so I'm living in India. I will, I, I, we will be having a great, great foods and everything. I said, no more food for one week. And then I was jumping into 41 days and, you know, uh, 10 days was awesome. 20 was awesome, but 30, I started dying. I was like, oh God, I cannot go forward. But when we, 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 we I, 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 and you is led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we go with that, we have to listen to the Holy Spirit. So as I said that, release the hymns from your heart. Release the, you release the hymns from the heart. You breathe the life to the heart in Jesus' name by the scriptures. Because when we go to heaven, we are not taking our heart. We are not taking anything. We are not taking our body. We are not taking anything, but we are taking our spirit, right? So when we do that, the enemy, when we, you know, a lot of people listen to, I need to put this first. I need to put my job first. I need to put my studies first. I need to put my, uh, all this kind of stuff. I need to put this thing first. When you put that thing, God is, you know, you're making 
God as a second. Put God first. And you go forward. When you see challenge, don't step back. Don't step back. And that's what I need to tell. Don't step back. Ask David, move forward by seeing as open door. Here, all right, this is an opposite. Are you asked to God, God? I mean, give us a challenge, God. Give me a giant. Give me, and I, I will defeat you. That's what I say. You, you have to need a boldness. You need a backbone. You need a guard to stand up and fight against the devil. Because we are not racial against the flesh and blood. I'm not saying you don't take your, don't go and buy the gun or anything and stare at you know, we are, don't, this is not a war for, you know, to make us a second war or third war. This is the war between light and dark to defeat the Antichrist, to defeat all the army that is coming from the, out of the shadow. In, uh, in 80s, in 80s, the one of the high priests said, uh, in one of the surveys, uh, said uh, I'm talking about Satanists. He said that one day, the massive people of Satanists will come out of their shadow and they're going to show up. They're going to show up, and after ten years, according to as he said, it started. They are coming as a new age people, as a new age people, as a uh, you know that the whole thing how changed. There is no more sacrifice. Maybe people will think there is no more baby sacrifice. There is no human sacrifice. Then you are wrong. It's still happening as I speak to you. Everyone saying, oh, uh, after Anton Lovich uh, died and everything, everything messed up. All right. They got an opportunity to make dark into as a light. They shifted with the as an astro crowley was moving with the occult thing and a new age thing, all the stuff. They put take that new age thing and they started using through the television all the objects with the entertainment and everything, and everyone is trapped. Everyone is trapped right now. But we have to overcome only one thing, and that is the gospel through the word of the Lord, apply in our heart. Apply in our heart and release it in 24 hours as a hymn and speak to the Lord and fight the good fight by overcoming. Amen. You will see the Red Sea. Go ahead. Don't, ex don't move by expecting a promised land. Go forward by seeing the promised land. God will show you the future. God will show you everything that is going to come. If you're seeing anything like that, oh, I'm going to be like this, I'm going to be like this, you just not your imagination, brothers and sisters. It's God is speaking to you. God is letting you know that the promised land is ready, all you have to come. You just cross the Red Sea. God show up. God show up in the day of Moses. And the people showed up like, you know, oh, God, oh, Moses, don't allow your God to show. And we don't want to see you speak and I will hear. But God... God showing us through Jesus. God is showing the love, the comely protection. He's appointing us in the angels. He's appointing angels in our room, 24 hours, protecting us. And we begin being as a lazy to fight back. We being as a lazy to move forward. Oh, John 4, John 2, 16, that's enough for me. Everlasting life, that's enough for me. If you, if you, the wages of sin is death, you commit to, you you were you are you were you were in a, a battle and you were defeated. Then you you attached to sin. There is no there is no doubt in that. The wages of sin is death. But how to overcome the sin by the battle, the warfare, the spiritual warfare? As I said, see the challenge as a as open door. See in the Red Sea as a challenge. See the opportunity 
when you go to heaven let me ask you when you go to heaven you seeing everyone and god is with you jesus is with you and every disciples and everything and jesus is showing in a screen that every 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 opportunity that you missed you're going to say that oh god let me go back to earth and let me try again no as as david would as david move forward you i mean if they, if if, they, if what will happen if david was saying oh i'm not ready i or i missed the opportunity what will happen history will not change the the, the defeat will not change into has a history nothing will change everything how past the people saw the death and murder and everything but god showed to john an apostle the heaven he showed up the heaven and fully you ready then let's fight and i will stand for you as a brother we will stand for you we will pray for you each and every and we will love each another we give everything each another we give all the thing we whatever the thing that we have i give i would do everything but you have to do something you had you have to get up and pray you know when people coming and everything i can pray for you i can you know i can do the elements and everything but next what you are going to do you have to step up you have to move forward that's all that's all you can that's all that you want to do so let me pray for you before you before we uh, end up this meeting father god right now in the name of our lord jesus christ of nazareth the people who are watching all over the world all over the viewers and the people who are hearing from the broadcast and the people in the zoom father i i i submit them into your hand whatever the way that they are going whatever that they are going father god draw them into the battle draw them to the victory that they will win the battle they will cross the red sea then they will come out from the red sea and they will see the promised land they will see the light they will follow that light father god show them the light let them take up the light and let them move forward to reach the garden not in the forest let them be delivered from that forest let them be delivered from that all kind of chain in jesus name whatever the people the people who are thinking the pro, the decision that i make wrong father let that chain be broken in jesus name the people who start on and the people who say that i cannot move forward i'm finishing up let that chain be broken in jesus name by the sword of the spirit that can cut every principality of the region and the territory all the nation that the all the spirit all the layers of the water all the air and the earth in jesus name i pray the blood of jesus christ of every transition that the devil is making up whatever stealing or whatever the contract whatever the sacrifice whatever the whatever the agreement that the devil is doing in the territory the formula in the name of jesus name by the blood of jesus christ that nothing will not hurt this person that hearing that not no arrow will come to this person anymore in jesus mighty name i cut every arrow that coming to this person let it back let it go back to the sender whatever the witches or warlocks that doing the do, doing the agreement the, the witchcraft hexes and wexes and hoodoo 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 every kind of evil things in jesus name i destroy in jesus name the people who having in a pain in their back the people who being manipulated the people who being blinded the people who being muted 
I speak life into their bones in Jesus' name. I speak life in their body. I speak life in their temple. In the name of Jesus' name, by the Father of the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, be filled in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Rise and run. This is not the time to sleep, but to run. You are not done, but this is the beginning. In Jesus' mighty name. Father God, I give you thanks for the wonderful testimony that I have breathed in this person family, in this family. I submit them, Lord God. And thank you for using me and my team to be in this unity. Father God, thank you for using me to share this word today in this service. Father God, I give you thanks for everything that you're doing and that you're going to do. I love you. We give you all the glory. We give you praise and we are blessed by our praise. Amen. I love you, Lord Jesus. People are invisible and visible. You are invisible, God. We don't want to be, we don't want to trust you by saying what we trust you by believing, by faith. And I know you're coming back as the King of the King and the Lord of the Lord. Come quickly. We stand for you. We are an army. We are the spiritual warfare army. The church. The church. Father God, protect us. Raise the angels. Father God, I pray for each and every people for the complete protection, complete shalom in their family and their life. In Jesus' name, I give you thanks. I give you thanks, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. So love you all. Thank you for uh, joining up in the uh, podcast. So see you on the next video. Follow up and I will update soon. Love you all.